Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. This is Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 44 of Podcast in Death. And in this yeah. podcast, everyone's favorite, we review the reviews this time of Interlude and in Death, not Indulgence. Not Indulgence. And Tara <laughs> is wearing her pink hat, y'all. So, so pulled off the pink hat. She got out the pink hat to wear. It's about to get lit. <laughs> and they've both been drinking, FYI. So, you know. I, I had one beer. I had two glasses of wine that I finished mm, two hours ago. Yeah, I think we're fine. <laughs> and now I'm fine. on my second bottle of Hint. So, yeah, you know, I'm almost done with it now. A ginormous thing of um, iced coffee. So now we should say at the at the top of this before we go any further. Um, you know, I mean, yes, we do know about what happened today on Nora's page. Indeed, we do. Because uh, one of our listeners did uh, mention it on our Instagram. Um. Louise and Bateman. Well, I, you know, I posted a, a quote from Dark and Death. And uh, it basically, the quote that said, you know, Eve is saying to, I don't know what the name of the, Strongbow? Mm -hmm. A true artist stands by her art, stands for it, fights for it. Um, and Louise... Bateman said, this is one of my favorite in-death books. I can't help but wonder how much of the feedback Delano, who I guess was the author in this case, mm -hmm. um, how much of the feedback Delano receives is based upon J.D. Robb's real correspondence and probably a lot. Yeah. I would say that entire book was a message to her critics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she goes on to say, especially given the new, quote unquote, read, the reader collaborates by reading the book bullshit, um, which is a <laughs> reference to a post that was made on Nora's Facebook page that should not have been made, first of all. And yeah. I think we've said this before. It's Nora's page. Don't go on there and say stupid shit. And you know what? If you go on there and say stupid shit, okay, fine. But when Nora responds to you, basically, it's her page. Let her have the last word. Stop that conversation. Yeah. And let it go. But this stupid person, Denise, kept arguing. Denise, Denise, Denise! <laughs> <laughs> she kept arguing. It's like, Denise, stop. Yeah. She has personally explained this to you, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> we need t-shirts that say that. I have personally explained this to you. Yeah. Insert name here. Insert name here. Yeah. Because she, she does it so often. It's just yeah. very sad. But anyway, um, we actually did talk about this at at length, at length. Um, yeah. on our patron only podcast called the briefing room. And so you people out there who are patrons, you will get that um, this week. If you're not yet a patron, we would uh, 
appreciate it if you became a patron. Patrons pay $4 a month. That's just $1 an episode. And you get all of the briefing room uh, episodes as well as you get this podcast early. It's a bargain, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can't, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, give us a five-star review on whatever you're listening those to. Those are also on. very welcome. And those are also very welcome, like <laughs> Tara said. Indeed. But yes, we, we did address this issue. We know about it. We addressed it on, on the briefing room. And all we're going to say here is stop being pretentious assholes. <laughs> to quote Jen. Stop being pretentious assholes. We're literally not asking that much it of people. Doesn't seem like it, but I you know, it's hard. apparently very yeah. hard. I don't get it. And if you're gonna be a pretentious asshole, do it on your own page, not on Norris. Well, she kind of does, but just, <laughs> well then that's fine and i don't read her page so i don't i don't see that she's a pretentious asshole so, you know it's an, the original and the best in that site mm, yeah there weren't there wasn't anything before there wasn't that. anything so <laughs> i mean we're lucky we're lucky <laughs> that she invented the posting a, a quote <laughs> you know i mean oh my anyway <laughs> We're just getting geared up for what's coming, <laughs> the, yeah. the, re the reviews that are coming. So, yes, re we review the reviews of Interlude, and there's several. You know, I'm actually shocked. I was, I was telling you guys, I'm shocked because, like, yeah. the last one, I thought there was going to be a ton mm -hmm. of really bad critical reviews, and there were some, but not so many. Yeah. And not, But this, this one, one, for some reason... Now I I purposely I a lot of hate. Yeah, I purposely skipped the ones that said like, well, this is not a real book. Well, duh. I paid all this money and only got 10 chapters. There were a lot of those. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a novella. So yeah, it's not gonna be a full book. And people were saying, you know, if it, if they made it clear that it was a short book, I think they did. They, they did. Gave they you did. The, they probably gave you page count. I mean, you can look at all that stuff. I don't know. People just so I skipped all of those, all the ones that complained about it being short. Right. Because you know what? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what we to say. We have so that. much energy for that kind of bullshit. Right. right? Yeah. I don't have time for your shit. <laughs> Anybody got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. So, okay, um, we're just going to start off with some one-star reviews. Ooh. And we're going to throw it over to Tara and her pink hat. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a one-star review. <laughs> some of this stuff is really hard to read, you guys. Like, punctuation. <laughs> punctuation. I, and I did yeah. not take yeah. punctuation out. Yeah. I, I posted things as it was. I know you did. So I know you understand punctuation. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Not always, but. Oh, sorry. Okay. This first one star review. Too predictable. It reads like a bad short story. Once you have read one, you have read them all. I would only recommend this book to a loyal subscriber of Reader's Digest 
or someone who likes to read fluff. Well, that would be me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I, I actually like to read fluff. Yeah. You know? Read, yeah. What's wrong with fluff? I have, I have often wondered that. What's Nothing wrong is wrong with fluff. Fluff Nothing. is great. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I enjoy I enjoy some fluff. Yeah. I also enjoy the fuck out of this book. So <laughs> well, it's fluff. Um, so. Can I just say if you're gonna review a book and say that it's badly written or a bad story, write it somewhat intelligently. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, you sound like it, a it, fucking it, moron when it, you're it. spelling too predictable, the two T O. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. There. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. And the next one is just don't get me started. But, um, <laughs> we're we're going to get you started because we're reading that one next. Yeah. I just. <laughs> it's time to get Jen started. I'll just go ahead and read this next one. <laughs> 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 yes, please do. Um, okay. One star. I just needed to give this a one-star rating, even though I didn't get past the first few pages. Exactly, because I couldn't get through the first few pages. My brain hurts. (laughs) From the 20 or so pages I read, well, listened to, equivalent to about 20 pages, it became clear that this was a thinly disguised, badly written romance, not a police thriller, which I thought it was going to be based on the back cover blurb. If you like stuff like this in what is supposed to be the point of view of a supposedly senior level female police officer, but this is describing herself, not someone else. Her deep golden brown eyes stared sulkily into his. Her mouth wide, mobile, twisted into a sneer. Or like this, he said laughingly. Or like really badly done plot exposition, One character goes into great detail, explaining to another character everything about a well-known third character whom they should both know plenty about. Then here's your book. You know, I... Yes. First of all, she was not describing herself. The author was describing her. Yes. And and so um, we did kind of... I, I remember Tara saying something about point of view when mm-hmm. we reviewed this book and i don't know if you remember that tara it's mm-hmm. been it was two glasses of wine and like a week ago but um <laughs> oh you think i've only had two glasses of wine in the last <laughs> okay week? sorry um no uh Honey, you recorded basic stitches on saturday i know right <laughs> uh we know you drank then we um uh, so you said something about uh, the point of view being interesting that we see it. We're seeing through Eve's eyes, but from the narrator's point of view. Yeah. Well, so this is my, I mean, this is, this is essentially um, there's some, there's, I'm sure that there's some actual um, term for this, but this is essentially like a removed first person point of view is what this series is. I know there's a, an actual word, someone who's smarter than me can please tell me that's great. But we get this story through E's point of view for the most part, but we don't get it from her directly. We get it so that we can absorb everything else ha- happening around her. And this particular book um, 
even though Nora Nora will give us scenes where we're kind of looking from another person's point of view, this one here is a little more removed, I think, because I feel like it's trying to give everyone all the information they need, which I think is fascinating and very well done. And I don't think it's boring to rehash all this stuff. You know, I don't know. But I don't know what I said before, but just kind of thinking about the point of view in general about this book is that, yeah, we get it from Eve's point of view, but it's never Eve talking about herself. Right. You're, it's not It's not necessarily, Eve is not narrating this. The narrator if, if is Eve narrating, were narrating it. Then we would be getting, you know, first person point of view. That is how this fucking thing works. Right. Yeah. So, and, but instead we're just getting, we, the narrator is telling us, the thoughts in Eve's head, but, but the narrator is also narrating as a third person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because we get Rourke's thoughts and we get, you know, right. occasionally Peabody's or. It's kind of know. like an omnipresent. Yeah. Third yeah. And I person. guess that, that is technically a third person point of view anyway, mm-hmm. but right. um, has this person never read fiction before? Because that is a vast majority yeah. of fiction. Yeah. Of yes. any, of a lot of reading. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What? Yeah. And come on, do we have to do we have to throw in the shot at romance? I mean, yes, you know, we do. Badly written romance. I mean, why? Why? Because it's what is, I, I would like one of these reviews for the person. No, not just for the person who does not regularly romance, but I enjoy it, obviously, in this standpoint. But to everyone, what does bad romance mean? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Because I Right. But there's bad everything. I, th- I think you could point to bad science fiction. Like, and they, oh, bad, yeah. and, and we know. get it in so many of these reviews mm-hmm. where they just want to say that this is bad, badly written romance. What does that mean? Who makes that decision? It means they're part of it. That's what it means. Yeah. It's because like, they don't or you didn't it. like it. No, no. Just say you didn't like it. Yeah. They don't, don't believe, to be like, this was a badly written. I didn't like it, so it's badly written romance. Yeah, and that's uh, there are there is a large <clears throat> group of readers out there who believe that because it's romance, it's badly written. Right. They don't. They do not respect it as a genre. No. You know, if you're writing romance, you must not be a good writer, and that's their point of view. I hate people. So I hate. It's so typical of what the romance genre gets. Mm-hmm. Like day after day, it's yeah. a thing. There's yeah people don't really read it and to them it's like it, it just isn't really even a thing it's like mommy porn right it's they dismiss it right you know yeah yeah out of hand without even yeah. having any real familiarity with it listen y'all some of the biggest best-selling authors of all fucking time are romance novelists uh nora Nora, Danielle Steele, mm-hmm. uh, Julia Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, somebody's reading that besides mommies and housewives and dumb people. Believe right. me, there are doctors and nurses and mm-hmm. scientists and lawyers. lawyers and, you know, actors and all kinds of other people reading Nora Roberts and other romance authors. So fuck you. Right. You have no idea. Do you really think it's just dumb people reading romance? If you do, you're a moron. You're the dumb person. So fuck off. 
Right. Yeah. Seriously. So, anyway. Granny tears my cat. So, um, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one actually kind of goes with this one because it's kind of saying the same thing, but you know, I, I thought I put it in here for completeness because the, the third one down here goes with both of them and, and, without really trying to rebuts it and we'll discuss that but yeah so the second one goes with this last one that we just read oh this two-star review uh-huh um okay two stars i have always enjoyed the indus series particularly due to the characters but since this is a novella i don't really expect the author to rehash everything we already know about them since this is a short story right on sentence much I found this mildly irritating along with the done-to-death sex scenes. The plot was pretty weak and with the identity of the killer glaringly obvious, but not so much the motive. Overall, it was okay, and I really hope that this is not an indicator that I have become, bo I have become bored of the series. I so, disagree. Yeah, I well, I, I put them both together because they're both saying, why are they rehashing everything that we already know in this novella. Okay. Yeah. Now, before we discuss the whole thing, I, I just want you to read the next one because the next one explains exactly why she's rehashing. Pre-star review. This was my first JD Rob and I enjoyed it. I will likely pick up the rest of the series. This is exactly why. This is exactly why. Yeah. Especially because, um, because this is a novella and this was in an anthology with a, a bunch of other stories from a bunch of other authors. Mm -hmm. And Nora knew that a lot of the people that were going to read this anthology were fans of those other authors mm -hmm. and, and were likely not going to be familiar with her stories. Right. And that's, that's the entire point of doing the anthologies is to right. interact to other readers. But it's also the point of her suppose, you know, quote unquote rehashing everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Because you have I mean, to familiarize people that are unfamiliar with the rest of your books. In general though, like that's kind of what you do with a long running series anyway. Yeah. You know, all of us, no maybe Jen didn't, but AJ and I <laughs> both picked up like well no because you first read remember when right or so our first books of the series were not naked and death no. for any of us no and no i learned enough about the characters and the storyline and whatever with born and death which was my first book yeah. um because nora took the time to give us the information we needed to connect to the characters did we get all the information ever no we didn't but i got enough that i was now i knew enough about these characters and i wasn't coming in going mm, what the hell happened in the last book i'm so confused because the author brings it up but it doesn't make any sense right didn't explain it like that's that's the mark of a good writer you mm -hmm. know and you can do that with with a lot of long-running series another one of the series that i read because you know, I don't, I don't read any other romance series, but I read the John Corey series by um, Nelson DeMille. Not judgy much? I, I just said I don't. I <laughs> but like, also judgy, judgy much, you can judge the shit out of me on that because that series is about a 
terrible human, but it's still, I enjoy it. But, yeah, I but a dude wrote middle. it, right? What? A dude wrote it, right? So a dude it's wrote fine. it, yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> so, it's literature. <laughs> but I don't know, like I, I, I started that in the middle of the series. I don't even know where that began. And that's because he's a good writer. And I picked up Born and Death and Naked was not the second book I read either. You know what I'm saying? Like we- right we cared enough and this person that is this like it's like a double thing to me is that not only was this Nora's point of being part of this like you know having the novella to be part of this anthology but also she knows how to write a book so that if you pick it up at any point you can find the characters and you can fall in love with them or be intrigued enough to want to learn more and maybe start at the beginning or maybe not just be like oh i liked this book that i read look there's kindred and death i'll pick it up yeah jump around who cares i mean i don't think you'll enjoy it as much but i you know you're you're going to enjoy it yeah yeah we'll get into this more when we get to remember when but um you know i i feel like that book was you know well, I don't feel like that. That was that book was specifically written to introduce Nora readers. Yeah, yeah. JD Rob readers and vice versa. Absolutely. Right. So the way she did that was brilliant, and you know, I don't think any other author's ever done that. But you know, and it was so well done, and and she dropped just enough. I mean, you know, yeah, she did the description thing, but she dropped just enough you know, little nuggets into that story to make you go, Oh, I need to find out about this. And so I need to right. go back to this. And right. Yeah. Like there's a mention of the one night stand with Webster. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? what did she cheat on him? I, I gotta go back and read the whole series. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's what I was like. she's a great writer and she knows what she's doing and she's not rehashing anything because you know it was you know she it wasn't it was just like a offhanded mess you know mention of work beating him up because she had a one-night stand with him right right Right? and you don't know about this what happened And I was so afraid that she actually cheated on Rourke with Webster. I was like, please tell me this is <laughs> it's like it's literally, I mean, I don't know. These reviews suggest that they want the complete opposite. Like, don't tell me anything that you've already told me. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want you to tell me again that Rourke is Irish. Okay. You tell me that in every book. <laughs> Hell. Uh, but also, can I mention this um done to death sex scenes there was one like there well, was one but yeah. also like uh they're married yeah married couples have sex i mean i, I don't know if thing. this i don't know if this person has a significant other but seriously are they going to their significant other and, and going like sex again Seriously, oh, that's been done oh, to death. Come on. <laughs> we have done this to we death. We have done this to death. We're done. Enough already. I mean, enough with the sex. Enough with the sex. Come and on. I mean, the sex every single was, night. Was literally, we didn't die sex. More like every single Saturday night. Yeah. 
on uh, why date. I mean, once a month really this has been know. done to death done to death that's well more you know like the that. same people who are like oh my god the fucking sex scenes why they would be the same people who'd be like it doesn't even feel like they're married because they never have sex. Right. right? Yeah. No. Not for the sex scenes and they'd be like, mm. or Rourke and Eve have sex once in, you know, a book, a longer book, and there's totally ability for that to happen. And like, mm. it didn't feel realistic because Rourke and Eve didn't have sex. I mean, already. they're a married couple. They've been married for <laughs> that's me where there's only a year in a book. I'm like, uh-huh. what? What the, the hell? hell? Sex scene? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Give me more. I want more sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh um yeah it's a it's a book series about a couple that at that point had been married less than a year so yes they're gonna have sex a lot i mean i don't know you're gonna be concerned exactly right would you like to have to do the sex they have to do the sex they have to do the thing they have to do the thing the thing Yes, let's move on to this one star review here. Uh, one star. Worst reader ever. That means I can't listen to any of this series because evidently Susan Erickson reads them all. I wanted to try them out since they have great they have such great Goodreads reviews. I thought a good sci-fi geek read might be fun, but Erickson greats and emotes icky uh, okay. i don't know if it, she emotes tara i don't understand let me, let me say something as Gross. the non erickson fan here yeah like not you know okay icky is rude <laughs> i mean come on fuck off. This, this whole review is rude well yeah the whole thing is rude like <laughs> icky i mean icky. Come on. i mean yes that's that's just but jen she's emoting oh my god that's how dare she okay gracious and second of all um the last time i checked there's also a print version yeah can you not read (laughs) no 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 because you didn't realize that this is not a sci-fi book we we don't we don't make one make judgment because this person could be um have impaired sight sure they're they're paired enough to be able to post this shitty review on whatever site it was on yes i don't know i'm just saying we can't make that determination being the nice one again yeah i'm that it's uh it's i know it's so not me because i'm usually a bitch yeah as you know (laughs) um as we're all in like company, it's fine. I mean, come on. <laughs> Worst reader ever. I mean, you know. Well, okay, so the first time I read through that review, I was like, Worst reader ever. Oh, are you talking about yourself? Right. <laughs> you don't understand reading? I just don't. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a huge. Well, fan. in that case, I, I totally that. agree with this review. <laughs> I would never, ever go on to Goodreads or Amazon or wherever the fuck this one is and say something like this. For one, she's yeah, not. The I know. I'm I, sorry. I, yeah, I don't understand why people do that. It just, I don't either. It's just rude. It, and it's, and it's one thing to not enjoy a narrator. Like, you, you know, you're no one zero people who are narrating audiobooks are loved by everyone i get it right yeah but exactly 
what are you trying to say here? Yeah. You, like, why? You don't, what, why? What? What's the point? Also, I just don't understand the, I thought a good sci-fi geek read might be fun. Well, you know what? And here's the thing. Um, I wanted to try them out since they have such great Goodreads reviews. Well, shouldn't that be your clue, dude, that maybe you're the problem? Right? Sorry, it's Jen. Like I mean, I'm not trying to like... No, I agree. I know, you, but it's you. Yeah, it's me. It's totally me. Because No, most- I'm not talking about you, but it's no, you. No, no, I get it. I'm saying, you know, don't... I, I don't know. I just think it's... I, you don't have a book narrator who is getting consistent fantastic reviews by the fandom mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. then go well she's the worst reader ever right. again i don't know what these fucking people are talking something. about yeah you not liking something does not mean that what you don't like is bad yeah see that's the thing and people mm-hmm. do not understand that no they do not you and you are even allowed to to feel that it is bad you are allowed to have that opinion just like everyone else has that opinion that it's good what you don't get to do is come on and be like it's actually factual that this is the worst reader ever because she emotes like what icky that's bullshit icky how (laughs) bullshit what the fuck i I like this person I just want it read. I have met Susan Erickson online and she is lovely. And it's just rude of you to be very mean to her. Have you? When, when, when did that? (laughs) I'm just. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I have personally met Susan Erickson. I don't know if any of you. I mean, we have. (laughs) We all we all sat here with her and talked to her, and it was amazing. She's a amazing. lovely person. She is a lovely, lovely person, and she has an amazing story. And if you don't like her voice, that's one thing. But don't call her icky, and don't call her the worst reader ever. She, you can fuck off. <laughs> um, you know what? Susan Erickson doesn't care. She no, doesn't. No, she's like, oh, that's nice. She agrees with me that this re- that this person's writing about themselves worst reader ever i don't even know what to say about that susan erickson's great this person susan erickson's amazing even if you don't like her voice she's still amazing and you can fuck yes yes that's what i had to say about that also also susan erickson get the print version yes just read it just read it you don't have to listen so why is that hard i just it's, it's it yeah even if you are impaired you can get that kindle thing where it just like reads in the monotone voice right too. right yeah. yeah but that's clearly what they want is monotone voice fine. Zero zero emoting. yeah that's fine zero emoting just monotone please yeah. that shit. it's just rude yeah so i can't i can't even like watch tiktok videos where they do those like um where they do those like robotic voices where it's supposed to be like the cat's diary and it's just like i can't like i hate those and it sucks because they're probably funny but i just hate that like robotic automated voice ew yeah icky it's icky (laughs) (laughs) icky 
Because I'm going to talk about Susan Erickson some more. I'm going to read this five star review. Awesome. Contrast and compare. Who? Contrast and compare. This is a series that I never get tired of reading over and over again. Did I write this? somebody with a brain wrote this <laughs> there's nothing like a full novel written by nora roberts to make for an entertainingly scrumptious story that pulls you in and makes you feel homesick in between installments um, i love this person right and when that installment comes out and you finally get a chance to read it you're back home with life death intrigue and love you gotta love Roberts. She makes the best characters and stories. Also, let me say that Susan Erickson's right on. Talented and engrossing professional narration of Roberts' books is like the icing on the cake. If you love the book, try it again with the audio enhancements. Truly entertaining. 100% agree. There you go. And it's it's also just that's a lovely review just in general yes, like it's, yes it's, a very it's, nice it's not too generous either i don't think that it's like gushy it's no. nice it's not <laughs> gonna review the reviews episode it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a genuinely nice great yes. review this person is it's clearly excited about another installment in the series yeah but like this just feels like home you know yeah uh, yeah I mean, like, anyone who's reading a series regularly should get that feeling, don't you yeah. think? Like, I mean, that's oh. that's what a lot of fans say. Like, this book is like coming home or like visiting again with old friends. Mm -hmm. This is the feeling that we get every time a book comes out, you know. So right. this person is just, you know, saying what we all feel. It's a lovely one. It's it's a great review, and I am glad I put it in there. Yeah, I'm glad you put it in there too. And they are 100 correct. Yep. Susan Erickson is incredible. All of the things that the icing on the cake, icing on the cake. I love it. Love it. Oh, is it time to is it time to read poems? It's poetry time. This one made me laugh. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I know, right? It did me too, and that's why I put it in. It's very entertaining. I I don't agree with it. It made me laugh. Yes, but it's very entertaining. Um, and by entertaining, we just mean entertaining. We're not giving it a very nice grade. No, um, I'm giving it a great rate grade for entertainment purposes right entertainment not for the opinion i don't agree with it no but <laughs> but it's very entertaining it's very um original yeah so let me just uh read a little poem for y'all two star on olympus boring boring crazy old man boring boring misplaced revenge boring boring eve's not in charge boring boring i mean <laughs> except for the boring boring part uh, this i mean that pretty much sums it up for <laughs> <laughs> that summary of the book um but the boring part was did you mean to put that somewhere else like what here let's okay. let's let's make this one a little bit of a better review um tara read that again just leave out the boring boring part Okay, here we go. On Olympus, crazy old man, misplaced revenge, 
Eve's not in charge. That's One, the, that's it. That's the book. One hundred percent, the book right there. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a better review, personally. (laughs) (laughs) But you got to give that person points. You got to give them high marks for creativity, honestly. I mean, that's that's pretty great. I mean, I hate it, but it's great. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) Thanks, I hate it. That's my feeling. It was great. We hated it. That was great. That was great. You're wrong, but that's great. <laughs> oh, would you guys like some more two star reviews? We absolutely a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of reviews. Um, this next review, two stars, pretty nuts and cringy ending. <laughs> I don't. What? Uh, what? Yeah, man. <laughs> what was the end? How was the ending cringy? <laughs> how is the ending cringy? What? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> what part of the ending is cringy? Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I'm so confused. It is. I mean, nuts. She, it, correct. Correct. It's also like you know cops catching a bad guy like always nuts that's always nuts just how it goes well there was a bomb right there is a bomb and which makes it kind of crazy it's crazy also i don't want to read it if it's not like a little nuts or else it's boring 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 (laughs) boring boring But, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, I love the ones that are nuts. Right? I mean, that's why we're reading it. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't be reading fiction. Yeah. All right. Another two-star review. Another two-star. I read the short stories because I'm a completist, not because I think they're any good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's that honest. <laughs> I, hey. You Nothing know. else. Uh, I, but honestly, good. honest seriously <coughs> these are horrible stories but i'm a completist i don't i don't get that i don't i just don't get that if it's a horrible story stop reading it but i'm a completist so i have no nobody's forcing you no no one's forcing you don't read it if you don't like it but you there know, are lots of books out there. You could don't go on Goodreads that. and go like, well, I'm only reading this because I'm a completist, but it's horrible. I just need the world to know that I read everything, even when I hate it. You should be impressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, That's exactly what that is. Why that is what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. They're yep. requesting that we be impressed with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're a completist. Oh, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. so impressed. Oh, you read that thing you don't like. I'm impressed by you. So impressed. You, you should must not be, be impressed with me. I stopped reading the Hunger Games series because I was not <laughs> impressed. Aren't you a completist? No. Zero completist. I do kind of get it. <laughs> if I start reading a book and I hate it, I, I'll finish it. 
I won't finish a series. I won't. But are you a completist and do you go on Goodreads and brag about no, it? No, okay. not at all. <laughs> then I'm not concerned. But I hate like I'm starting pressed by you. finishing it. You know what I mean? But yeah, if it's a series, I mean, if I read one and I don't like it, I'm not going to keep reading that series. I, I don't even finish books if I don't like them. I don't. Yeah, I'm not that I much of it. I used to, but I, I will not now. If I don't like it, I won't finish it. I can't, I can't do it. I just can't I, physically do it. I, I feel like, can't. you know, I spent money on this book. I'm going to finish it. And <clears throat> I but, can't. I mean, I'm good for I mean, you. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. 100%. If yeah, I stick just, with it and, you know. There's been I, so many books that I've read that I'm just like, what? Why am I reading this? I don't understand. I mean, as as evidenced by Fifty Shades of Grey, I never finished it. That's no. right. You never finished that one. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I Thank you so much for taking one for the team because I... I, I, I took a portion of one for the team. Yeah. Or you still <laughs> took one for the team. Totally. Took a portion of one for the team. Yeah. But like, I mean, I get it. I understand the idea of being like, oh, I, I want to know. Or, you know, you start to read a book and... Mm-hmm something about it is keeping you interested enough that you're finishing it. And that could just be that you don't like the idea of knowing what happens. So, you know, up to a certain point. And, and some people are like that. Usually books I can't complete. I just have not cared at all. Like Mm -hmm. I get, I get several chapters and I'm like, I care nothing about any of these people. Um, Fuck all of them. Mm. And I close the book. Yeah. Sorry. I I'm sorry for all the Gone Girl fans out there. I hated that book. Yeah. FYI. I read it. I read it. I hated it. But I hated all the characters. I thought they were <clears throat> all dicks. And so there you go. Well, I mean, and that's I mean, again, that's the whole thing. Is it, is it <laughs> looking at me like, are you crazy? <laughs> Did you like that book? No, I didn't <laughs> read it. Yeah, I didn't read it. Can we just actually let you I'm, read everything and then? Oh, yeah. okay. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's okay. Yeah. No. I. I mean, uh, did it have sex in it? No. <laughs> no, I didn't no. read it. <laughs> that, not that I remember. Maybe it did. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. I did mm. not like that book. Like I said, well, every last character was a dick, and I'm just like, why are these people? Why do I care? I don't care about these people. Why is this book so popular? I don't understand. Maybe that's why I was looking at you weird because yeah, that seems like a popular book. Terrible humans. They're all terrible, terrible humans. All of them. Why why are the books about terrible humans popular? I don't understand. I don't get it. Oh, this book has terrible humans in it. It must be real literature. That's what it is. There must be something about it that I'm not personally getting. I don't get it. It must be me. I'm stupid. Must be. We we're just not highbrow enough to Mm. understand why people love these books you know and i think a lot of times people people say they like books like that because they want to have the cred mm. like oh i love that cred like <laughs> did you really that sweet sweet gone girl cred <laughs> <laughs> really love that book i did well, you? and you know what maybe they did and that's fine yeah that's fine um i just didn't read it and yeah, I, read it. I appreciate that you didn't like it, but no, that you finished it. it anyway. Yeah, yeah I did. Well, but, yeah, that's good for you. Even though I'm really sad that you didn't love Hunger Games. Yeah, here's the thing is I did end up watching all the movies. I think I like the story. I just don't like the writing. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think the writing's really well done. I think it's better, I, much better the writing, than Twilight. 
hundred percent. The only reason I finished Twilight is because I did it on audiobook while I was working at my old job and I was grading diamonds. And I go. gotten through the Indest series. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to listen to? Mm, I yeah. just I Hunger Games is just, it's one of those, it's one of those series though that you have to, I mean, it it's hard to read. I mean, it's I I I personally just did not find the the writing to agree with how I need to read. And I read all kinds of shit. Like, you know, I'm I'm a person that I will reread all that shit that we read in high school that we were required to read and love it. (laughs) Let give me the three musketeers over and over again i mean there's certain books we read in high school that i reread but there's not a lot but there was something about it i just i couldn't get into the way it was written i get it i did enjoy the movie so i do like the storyline um maybe one day i'll try again but i i don't know if you know this i have other things to read and like making me a list well, we have lots more two-star reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. My bad. This book, there. We this went off topic. Are you shocked? All, all <laughs> the two-star reviews have just been, you know, really popular here. So the next one is... <clears throat> sorry. This one <laughs> this one cracks me up because it's just so... like. Well, I should say that this, this one was written by a dude, and I don't think that's going to... Oh, totally by a dude. Oh, that's well. not going to surprise anybody. No, not at all. <laughs> This book by no means was bad. It's just not my genre. It reads like an episode of CSI and is written competently, but it's not just something that I am into. My only major criticism is the story for the story is the fact that although it is a sci-fi story, it doesn't really have any sci-fi elements that affect the plot in any way. You could remove all the minor sci-fi stuff and it would be the exact same story. So two stars. So what you're saying is that you shouldn't have been reading this story. Basically. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's not my genre. So two stars is what they're saying. Like, yeah. Right. And, what? Okay. and I feel like hardcore sci-fi nerds, um, they're not going to see the series of sci-fi. No. No. Because they don't. And, and I think I that was by it. design. It's yeah, not, it's not really a sci-fi. I don't series. necessarily right. see it as sci-fi, even though it's kind of marketed that way a little bit because it's futuristic. I don't see it as sci-fi. But futuristic and not necessarily sci-fi. It's not. That's true. It's not. But I just, I mean, technically, like you know, you could think of, um, you know, post-apocalyptic writing is also is basically sci-fi. futuristic. Mm-hmm. and not sci-fi yeah yeah sometimes well, it is it depends you know on the post-apocalyptic though because i mean what do we consider sci-fi then i mean really because well and that's the thing is like i don't know that this person knows what they wanted from this right what i'm seeing is though is that there's you know there's like sci-fi fans and yeah. you know they're into star trek and mm-hmm. you yeah know, they want to see you know and, you know, they want to see like aliens and they want to yeah. see falling skies and, you know stuff like that they're not yeah. it's to them you know anything outside that box isn't sci-fi yeah. which i get right. if that's not your thing that's totally cool but um but yeah. i but yeah i mean and and this book didn't have it but i would i would think that a lot of things that make a sci-fi a sci-fi which is for example um, the technology, mm-hmm. advanced technology, yeah. Um, 
flying cars or mm-hmm. hollow rooms. Or, right. But know, I mean, this um, book this takes place in a luxury resort off planet. Off planet, yeah. Right. Kind of. Well, <laughs> I think my point high. is, I think my point is if this guy had read any other of the books, they might have gotten a more sci-fi feel from it. That's that Maybe not, fun. but um, yeah, the only thing that this, this book series doesn't have that would be considered sci-fi is aliens from yeah. other planets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think that, I think that people sometimes don't know how to i think i said this every episode of this they don't know how to actually review a book they yeah. just i didn't like this and so it is bad and this person actually was like i just yeah. didn't like this it's not my thing yeah and, yeah and so to me this is more like a waste of internet space but it's not even i didn't like this i mean it was like yeah, it was no, written competently he yeah, which he, is actually kind of cool that he said it that way. I right, mean, but but then, also, why are you giving know. it two stars if it's written I think competently? It's a waste of internet space. Like this is this tells me nothing about the series. It tells me about him though. Yeah, I know he likes sci-fi and he doesn't think this book was sci-fi. That's what that's what we got. Okay, another two star. Um, is this part in blue? You AJ, no, it's it's part, part of the review, but it's something okay. I wanted to highlight. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure before I got into it. Here we go. Two stars. I've enjoyed most of the in-depth books so far, but every once in a while, a bad one gets in the mix. Too much going on, yet not enough book to get the job done. The character Dallas has a lot of issues she is constantly working through. Rourke is always there for her, and on the rare occasion, he has his own issues. The first few were great, and then here and there... One come out of to one come out to further the ongoing storyline, and it's not that great. Okay, well, that was very hard to read, <laughs> and I don't really understand what they're saying there. So, so the reason I highlighted uh, what I highlighted was the part that said too much going on, and yet yeah. not enough book to get the job done. Um, do you two feel like this book didn't get the job done? No, no, no. She got yeah, a job I, done. She catch. She caught the guy, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah. And I didn't feel in this book like, well, wait a minute, how did she come to that conclusion? Right. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. Not at all. I know, like, I, again, I think that this book is so straightforward and so well written. Yeah. And yeah. so I believe. Really yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, what's going on and not enough book to get the mm-hmm. job done is is. I don't agree with that at all. That would be that would be like if we tried portrait and death tried to be a hundred pages. Okay, then we might have a concern. Right. But guess what? Yeah. Nora knows how to write this fucking series because it's hers. <laughs> she knows how to write a short story. Yeah. Okay. Two stars. JD Robs, Nora Roberts, did another short novella. I finished this in less than a day. I have to admit the one description of Rourke didn't seem like it completely matched the other stories. For some reason, I pictured a man with dark, thick, wavy, short hair. The book at the introduction paints him with long hair. Now the character could have grown his hair out, but it just was an interesting difference, I noted. This book's also lacked any depth or story development. Her other novella had a bit more of a story in that one than this one. I also felt like the author tried to force more history connections between Rourke and Eve. 
You go more into Rourke's father's history and a little into Eve's. Also, the speed of the case and book didn't allow to really keep you in suspense. I didn't feel like there were really any surprises for the reader. So, I don't know. Okay, so I there, nothing that Nora ever wrote from the beginning of this series ever said that Rourke was had dark, short thick, hair. wavy, short hair. No, mm -hmm. no. So, are you are you giving her a two star review because you misread? Must be right. Yeah, because this is yeah. an interesting difference. I noted. No. No, no, it's not, not a difference because it's not right. like if you want to think of Rourke that way, that's fine and dandy, but you can't be mad at the author for continuing to describe him the way she has since day since, one. Yeah. Also, don't go on her page and criticize her for <laughs> it because you you think of him differently in your head. Yeah, not a great in your own multiverse. In your own. Oh. <laughs> Also, I disagree that she says her other novella had a bit more of a story than this one. Not really. I don't think it did. I'd say it's about the same. Like, yeah, I'd, yeah, about equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like, and I, and we said it in the review. Like this, this book had everything I wanted mm -hmm. in an in-depth book. And yeah, of course, you finished it in less than a day. It's a fucking short story. It's, it's a, a novella. novella yeah that is yeah. made very clear so everybody finished it in less than a day guaranteed mm -hmm. i mean i will i will say that i there's a little bit of agreeance with this um reviewer about the forced history connection yeah, yeah. we yeah. talked about that which we talked about last you know on the on the episode about this book but i also think and i think i said it on that episode I think that it is really important that if this is the only book that anyone that someone's going to read yeah. about the series, they're getting a lot more of that right. because she chose to force this connection. Right. Which to us might be a little annoying, but in the same regard, like you know, this this that's not what other people are going to think you know what i'm saying right, right. these yeah. persons read other books in the series but if this is the only book someone else read they might not think that well, yeah that's a good point um i also yeah. was like there aren't any surprises for the reader there are two explosions in this book so you can stop right <laughs> explosions, explosions are always a surprise and and neither like I mean, neither of them were something that we expected. I mean, right before right. they happened. Right, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, really? You can't say there weren't any surprises when there are explosions. No. No. And when we first read, when we very first read this one, I think that even even if it was forced, the, the, the hint at the relationship between Rourke's father and Eve's was a surprise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't agree that there were no surprises. No. Yeah. So you're yeah. wrong, whoever you are. You're yeah. wrong. Bye. <laughs> so um, another two star review. Again, Eve goes and gives up the collar to another officer who does nothing while she solves the murders and arrests the bad person. 
really? Is this how it's always going to be? If so, I'm already over it. But I did enjoy seeing how Rourke and Eve's past are intersecting more and more. She, <laughs> I, I didn't realize that Eve giving the color to other people was such an annoyance to people. But it seems like we've had. And AKA, she didn't give the color. To, it was never her actual case. Exactly. It was never her case. Exactly. So, no, she didn't give the collar to anyone no. else. She never had the cake. She, she never had the collar. Yeah. And this idea that the other officers are doing nothing is bullshit. I'm right. sorry. Yeah. I mean, we just didn't see what she was doing. Right. 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 Because the characters we're focused on are our characters, our New York cops that are off planet. You know, like, yeah, so we're hanging out with what Eve and Feeney and Peabody. Are there other cops there that we can? Yeah, a couple of them, but none of I well, Morris is there, but Morris, but he's not a cop, but mostly Eve and and apparently, I know, I think Peabody mentions a couple of guys from the bullpen, but nobody specific is right. But like, those are the people that we know, so those are the people that Nora's going to write about so that we can follow the story in a way that seems familiar and like home to all of us. And understanding that Darcia's team is there doing work as well. But right. we don't have time. We have 100 pages. We're not going to be introduced to off-planet cops that we'll never see again. And watch them investigate. Watch them we investigate. don't care like, about. That's, this series is about Eve. Okay. And right. Also, I will make this point. This one came on the heels of Betrayal where she did the exact same thing. She gave the collar to another cop. Right. And that's what I was going to say. We've had several of these we reviewed reviews where at least one person complains about Eve giving mm-hmm. up the collar. Yeah. And my my reaction is always like, why do you care? Yeah. Why do yeah. you care? Yeah. Right. Why also, do you care? Also, I, I personally don't feel like Eve gives up the collar all the time. He doesn't. She she's she has handed the collar over because she sees how that is beneficial right Right. because what happened in betrayal like that yeah so she caught the guy but look at his fucking history right he you know if she gets the collar does he get tried the same way i don't know how that works you know yeah right so and i mean in that case too she made the deal for one mm -hmm. But also, I feel like she wouldn't have made that connection. She wouldn't have closed that case if it wasn't for what she got from Stowe. Exactly. Right. You know, I mean, it was a symbiotic relationship there. So I don't see why that was a problem either. But Right. What do we know? And she, you know, I just, yeah, because like she said, she was going to she was going to get the other ones at the at the auction. So giving up Yost wasn't that big a deal to her. Right, but also one. Eve is not a character that really cares. She's no. not like notching her belt no. every time she gets a collar. No. Right. That's not yeah. her character. And there are certain times where she's like, I want this collar because it means yeah. something. Right. And, and she does get it. Right. She's, but she's very good at the big picture there. Yeah. Like she's she doesn't fight for the collar when it's not hers. And she right. understands that. She understands teamwork. It's so funny because Eve like understands teamwork and also 
fucking disrespects the hell out of it it's crazy (laughs) she does she's like she's she's not a team player a lot of times she really and but but then she puts these amazing you know these amazing stings and you're like how do you do that because also you're the worst (laughs) (laughs) what the hell (laughs) so it's yeah i don't know i get i'm like eve does it actually do that all the time right whatever yeah <laughs> but this person likes it even works past her intersecting so yeah i guess i okay. i enjoy that i mean yes it, it I mean, does seem a little convenient but it's a little contrived know. but i yeah i'm glad to see i it. do enjoy that yeah so that's why not those um fate things I'm really excited about this next two star. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to reveal something that people didn't didn't really know before. So I think I think you'll all be shocked. This is a very helpful two star review. Yes, for anyone who finds it on Goodreads, um, I'm sure that it has changed the ideas um, of a lot of people. You'll be shocked at the revelations from this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, two stars. Does this author use the J.D. Robb pen name just so she can use profanity and sex scenes? Seems like it. I'll still read her Nora Roberts books, but no more of Rob. Now, um, Tara, I know you don't you don't read the, the Nora books, so you wouldn't know that there's no sex in them. I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had to write sex somewhere. She can't do it in her regular books. <laughs> what the fuck? I. <laughs> Jen is speechless. We broke Jen with this review. <laughs> what fucking Nora Roberts books is she reading? The sexless ones. The many, many sexless ones, Jen. You know they exist. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's, you know, she needs an outlet for that. And in-depth books are, you know, I mean, she's like nothing but sex and profanity. I- I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I'll read the Nora Roberts books that clearly have, you know, no sex or profanity, but no more J.D. Robb for me. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just don't. <laughs> well, now that I know that the Nora Roberts books don't have sex in them, I feel so much more comfortable reading them. I don't get it. I, none, I, none at all. No sex. I'm it's so all off page. They are pure as the driven snow. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I just. Yeah, like Tara said, it broke me. I I don't. <laughs> I'm so confused. I just don't no. understand. I mean, seriously. 
<laughs> like I can see avoiding like I can see avoiding the J.D. Robb versus Nora Roberts because some of the murders are more graphic than anything she writes in Nora Roberts and I can see it you know because of the sexual abuse that's mm-hmm. clear for some people yes but the sex and profanity <laughs> she's never read that in any other Nora Roberts book it's disgusting oh, that it's in off. here. <laughs> I just after I read that, I went on uh, as I do I go on my Kindle because I can do a search. <laughs> I just randomly opened up a Nora Roberts book, yeah, um, and searched for the word "fuck," and it was there at least a dozen times. Yeah, um, um, which shit Nora Roberts book there. is that? I need to make sure that I avoid it. <laughs> Oh, let me, let me, let me, you know, because okay. In the end death series, right? right, Yeah, I know in you, Nora Roberts fans, you, I know you want to avoid, you want to avoid profanity. Um, So I will tell you what books I looked at. um, So you can avoid these because they're, they've got sex. I'm sure the ones that I picked were the only ones that had sex and profanity. Yeah, probably. I'm not really sure how that happened, but um uh stars of fortune is <laughs> it's one okay, that i yeah. looked at also the awakening i looked at okay yeah um but i mean you know what i can okay i really want look to at that's fortune series right let's now. look at the other one that i read um Love recently so i've been reading the night tale series let's just open up one and and let's look at it night shift let's see um i'm sh- i'm not even obviously there's going to be sex what? i'm not even gonna what i'm I, well i know i'm just assuming but maybe not maybe, i'm pretty maybe sure. i read it wrong maybe i read it wrong last time Let's <laughs> maybe just, i didn't read sex when i read it last maybe time. i didn't read sex when i read those sex scenes maybe they weren't set maybe it was how do you mistake that <laughs> 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 All right, I'm gonna open up this book and look for the word fuck. Oh, no results for fuck found what? in that book. We'll save book. Oh my goodness. This is this may be one of the rare ones that have no profanity. Let's I'm look shocked. for the word shit. Oh no. Oh, okay. Four references to shit. Although at one point they say shit, shit, shit. <laughs> does that count as more than one <laughs> i don't know let's see if they let's see if the word damn appears because that's about oh that's too. the big guns oh in chapter one in chapter two in chapter three in chapter four chapter five chapter six chapter seven chapter eight chapter nine they say damn in every single goddamn chapter oh, sorry <laughs> Might as well just give this up. They say damn in every goddamn chapter. They <laughs> say damn in every goddamn chapter. That sounds like my life. <laughs> they do not say fucking this. So that, but this is an older book, and maybe she it's didn't real, start yeah, using fucking. Quite old. You know, well, and it is in that series. No, uh, it, it is a thing where I'm sure that frequent use of the word fuck probably didn't come in until later. Because I feel like, you know, if you've read anything mid nineties on from Nora Roberts, you're gonna find the word fuck. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at, what is it? I'm looking at time was right now. And this okay. was, this was eighties. When was this? Yeah, that was, that was mid eighties. Uh, 1989. Okay. There is one reference to the word fuck. So this is nineties. We're starting to get little, maybe she only read books from the eighties. Maybe this person's maybe. only read books from the eighties. Maybe, maybe, maybe. early stuff. Although I'm, I'm not sure what she's been doing for the last 20 years. Kind of sure that at least one or two have sex in them. I, but I would have to check. I haven't read all of them. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's uh, according to this person, it's non-existent in Nora Roberts books, but um, let's just look up the word shit here in this one. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of times in this one. Say shit. Let's look up the word damn. This is so scandalous. Every <laughs> single chapter. <laughs> Dara's so like, scandalous. I'm scandalized. I, I don't I don't know, man. This is too much for me to handle. <laughs> scandalous romance novels. She came up with this so she could swear and he's <laughs> yes that's exactly why yeah, she that's... went to her her uh, publisher and went like i am just i i'm sick I of not being sex. able to write sex and swearing. and swearing i need i need to be able to do that so yeah. uh, we're gonna start this series <laughs> and i'm gonna be jd rob and, and from and I'm book, gonna one, yeah, book, and book one chapter one i'm gonna put fucking every single chapter to Which make up for all the times multiple sex scenes <laughs> to make up for all the times i couldn't write sex or use the word fuck in a book i mean yeah that's fair <laughs> definitely that must have been how it went pretty sure new ad cannon <laughs> new multiverse there is no multiverse apparently there is a multiverse where there are nora roberts books with no sex in them <laughs> oh my god that's what she meant okay yeah, that her and merchandise seriously there is no <laughs> oh boy yeah really j the, jd robbed the books with sex in them that's going to go on a t-shirt or something yep. looks with sex in them now okay so now this next one um well this next one i you know it's long and we don't have to read the whole thing but oh I just, no i think we well okay i think we i mean the second paragraph is the part that's important so uh, the first part of the review is is like oh yeah mostly like, like this one mostly liked it yep yeah, yeah i mostly liked it and then here we go but I can't quite forgive Eve's thought that apparently I, as a woman, should be mortified to be a woman because I'm expected to attend, might even enjoy things like high tea. I like the idea of high tea with little mini precisely cut sandwiches and dresses and possibly even ridiculous hats, though I probably wouldn't wear one myself. But I Why not? People doing so, right? <laughs> Why would... Why would I want to do those things like all like that all the time? No, of course not. But mortification at my gender because of it? Shut up. And further remark, and the remark also didn't strike me as in character either. 
I don't care if you don't like girly or for lack of a better term stuff, that's fine. But judging it as a, is a whole different thing. And while Eve has obviously never been girly or particularly in tune with any of that sort of stuff, and that's fine, I've never before gotten the impression that she judged others who did. I don't know. The line really didn't sit right at all. So I go back to badly done, just badly done. I also put in, if there was a commenter that said like, well, that's Eve, yes. you know, and this is why I think she's like that. And um, I, I, this is, I, she objects to Eve saying she, it, at times it makes her wonder how women weren't mortified to be women. So that commenter uh, said, do you want to read that comment? Um, so the commenter to this original um, review said, that's Eve. You either take it or leave it with her. The reason Eve has such a hard time with it is because she's terrified of putting a foot wrong. Her entire upbringing never prepared her for things like polite socializing, all in capital letters, mm -hmm. um, especially not with other women. Mm -hmm who've done it their whole lives. This setting is so far outside her experience that she's sure she's got an entire broccoli stuck in her teeth. That she and Rourke are suspects on top of it and Olympus's top cop, Darcia Angelo, is perfectly comfortable in the setting just fuels her petty but understandable resentment. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't I, I don't. I don't agree with it i don't really i mean it's just the thing that i'm not thinking about but i think that this commenter is really trying to you know help them understand why they d would disagree with this statement i guess right um because the original poster had to comment back because that's what we do is we just <laughs> always have to keep going now right right <clears throat> and they said I disagree. I don't doubt that those things stressed her out and set her teeth on edge. I have no issue with her feeling out of her element. I mostly object to the phrasing. Specifically, at times makes her wonder how women weren't mortified to be women. I objected to it enough that I quoted it in a status update because it jarred. Had it been phrased as something like, at times makes her wonder how women could genuinely enjoy these things at all. Fine, dandy, no problem. But I object to the original phrasing because all of her bluntness and rough edges, Eve strikes me as a generally fairly non-judgmental below the surface. Also, given that I suspect Mira, a woman Eve has been shown to greatly respect, while also sometimes being baffled by, would enjoy these surroundings. I say the phrasing is probably lazy writing. I may be nitpicking, but I feel the phrasing was badly done. And it's not lazy writing either. And it's not unlike Eve to think something like this. No. I was just going to say, I, have, I take issue with you thinking that Eve is non-judgmental. Uh, yeah. Right. She's a pretty fucking judgmental person. Yes. Honestly. It's also just human nature in general, like taking Eve out of it to respond to certain things in a more critical way than other things. Yeah. So and in this moment, and yeah, I think actually making the point that Eve is not focused on the niceties of high tea, that is, there's probably some heightened elements to that. But at the same time, like Eve does not give a shit about high tea. No. She's never right. going to, and she looks at things when Eve looks at something she doesn't understand, which is a lot of time, a lot of the time, 
it's so baffling and she is so naturally judgmental because she wants basic she wants understandable she wants clear she wants logical like she this is just so not her that doesn't mean that she's like being an asshole and being like women who like this are terrible she's literally like right grasp that right we've all been there on concepts we cannot grasp at all who we've probably been in that situation yeah the phrasing is not lazy no no i just yeah i i like i said i take exception to even because that is so not not even close to the truth i mean the phrasing the phrasing setting your teeth on edge fine because you know what we you're 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 feeling on that is valid if you read something that you're like oh i'm uncomfortable with that well that's why art exists that's why stories exist yeah if you're always comfortable then you're boring but i don't know like and i feel like being uncomfortable with 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 the phrasing like this is more a you problem yes rather than a nora problem i mean yeah i mean you're you're feeling judged by a fictional character i think is what's happening here yep and so you're striking out and saying like you know i i just this is lazy (laughs) writing because you know i feel personally judged or something like uh, i i think that eve thinks a lot of times that like why aren't women mortified to be women because of Mm -hmm. all the silly stuff that they do because yeah women do some silly stuff i personally think that you know getting all dressed up and putting on a floppy hat and here's the here's the thing too she's just as judgmental about men doing yes male mm-hmm. yes it's about women doing women you know though so are we like so, as human beings in general i yeah. mean yeah. just that's how we are mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah i just yeah hot take hot take you know hot take listen I find maternity photos disturbing. There it is. Oh. I don't understand. Yeah, oh, you mean the ones where they're like taken and they're like naked with their belly and yeah. they're doing it? Yeah, yeah. like I don't I, I don't find like general maternity photos disturbing, but when people do weird shit. Weird photo shoots. And it's like such a thing. And that makes me so mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And I just think about Eve. Every time I see a weird photo, yeah and i honestly i was thinking as you were reading that review like i bet you any amount of money and i'm sorry nora if you're listening to this i know you're not but it it, just on the off chance i'm not trying to put thoughts into your i'm not saying this is how it was i'm just i'm just speculating that this is kind of what the thought process was because nora does attend that kind of thing and and she goes to um the kentucky derby every kentucky year. Derby. and yeah and i bet there was a point at time at which she looked around and thought what would eve think about all of this i i guarantee yeah. absolutely and, and she said she would think how can these women not be mortified to be women like yeah. wearing their floppy yeah. hats to this horse race yeah 100 percent guaranteed she had that yeah. thought at some point i, I like that yeah i like that that makes that's fun to think about yep. yeah I, I, I mean anything she absolutely yeah yeah 
I mean, not that Nora thinks that I'm not saying, but I 100% feel like she, she looks around sometimes and goes, what, what, would Eve, what would Eve think about this and made, makes a little mental note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. I, I love that. But yeah. yeah, no, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're moving into the three star. Oh my review. gosh. Three star review. No, four, right? Oh no. Three. No, we got a three star and then a four Hold star. Hold on. We got four coming too. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Here's a three star. <clears throat> I liked this one. The setting, the different setting was nice. The tension between Rourke and Eve seemed more natural. Sometimes I feel like she forces it in a way that doesn't make sense, given their personalities and earlier books. And even though having the bad slash crazy cop turn out to be held up as genuinely good and wonderful at heart because he wasn't the actual murderer, he just poisoned his illegitimate slash never claimed publicly son into becoming a crazy murderer made very little sense. I mean, the guy's not a stand-up dude from way back, but I'm just saying that he closed a lot of cases. He's a hero, gets into the badge bunny thing Rob has going in the series that I can never really get on board with. I can forgive some shoddy characterization in a novella. Darcia was a good character to add to the mix. What is badge bunny? I don't even know. A badge bunny is a woman who is attracted to police officers. Oh, okay. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't get really that think of a thing. But unless Rourke is the badge bunny, <laughs> maybe. Um, or maybe she's calling the readers badge bunnies. I, I don't know. Um, it's I and and she literally she literally does not say he closed a lot of cases he's a hero I mean that's no I don't she doesn't like the guy from the from the beginning because he's a misogynist yeah he's a dick I mean he's a dick we talked about that last week now she did say looking through his files she admired his style yeah and he the and that he'd done a lot of good work. Yeah. And the thing but, is, you can be an asshole and do a lot of good work. Yeah, sure. 100%. I mean, I I, I so this is going to be TI TI mm, I've had a beer. <laughs> um TMI it might be TMI for me, but I I feel like it's relevant here and so um uh in general in in his real life my dad was an asshole sure i'm just gonna put that out there yeah, all right I get it. um he was a teacher and mm-hmm. i have to uh admit that he did a lot of good mm-hmm. in that area of his life and i know that because i've talked to some of his students who right. idolized him yeah and i mean they're two separate things. It's the same dude, you know, mm-hmm. and I can, I can think he's an asshole, but also sim- simultaneously recognize the good that he did. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, told you guys the story, uh, about being in a, uh, Lowe's or Home Depot recently. <laughs> It was in a Home Depot. Oh, maybe you did. Yeah, I think I did. I was wearing my 
a shirt that had my school logo on it. Okay. Yeah. And a, and a guy stopped me and asked me if I'd gone to the school or if I was a teacher there. And I said, well, as a student there. And he said, oh, I was too in, in the 70s, you know? And I said, oh, then you might know my dad because he taught there in the 70s. And he was like, I don't know, who's your dad? And I told him and he was like, oh my God, my friend and I were just talking about him. Like he called his friend over. Yeah. This is Mr. Ryan's daughter. And he and his friend were like, oh my God. We were just talking about what a great guy was like, how, how much he influenced us in our lives and blah, blah, blah. And I stood there and, you know, I mean, I was talking to one of my sisters later on, told her the story. And she was like, I probably couldn't have held myself back. I probably could have said, would have said something. And like, I didn't because I understand. Yeah. Like, you don't want to. Right. He did some good in his life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to why would I do that to those? They, yeah. Yeah. He helped, you know, I mean, yeah. because it was an asshole to me. I mean, I personally dislike that and that's fine, but he, like I said, he did, he did good in his right. life and, and I can recognize that and respect that while still simultaneously knowing that for me, he was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, a lot of people out there yeah. like yeah well, and so i don't yeah so i don't think that's i don't think it's it's um it's not mutually exclusive yeah and i don't think it's mm -hmm. out of character for eve and i don't think it's no because she did that that means that this series is some kind of you know badge bunny or you know i mean yeah, that just seems like a a weird well it's a weird review in general just like and i'm not the the whole stylization of trying to like create this terminology here where yeah. you know like this never claimed publicly son and things like it's just high um <laughs> <laughs> like just, baxter was just getting a little too friendly with uh, tara yeah. at that moment he's like the sweetest cat but also the pain in, biggest pain in the ass um i don't know just just the wording of this review is one hard to follow yeah and two just poorly put together um it doesn't tell us anything no. You have uh, to have read this book to understand what the fuck is going on right, yeah. with this review. And even then you are confused. You're still confused. And yeah. I, you know, I, I appreciate that there are many people who um, are not very fond of the police right now. So sure. Are going to read some of these. I didn't check the, the, um, the date on this review, yeah. but it's possible even if it was an older review that it's somebody that just doesn't feel like it's, okay to continually glorify the police and and that's a valid mm -hmm. complaint but the thing is that but you're reading a police Why procedural a yeah mm -hmm. i mean it's going to glorify yeah. the police I, I, you know and we've talked about this before too there are good police officers out there and mm -hmm. they do good in the community yeah and mm -hmm. it's okay yeah. to say that while also acknowledging right that a lot of police out there are assholes and yeah. should not be police officers right exactly you know yeah. so <laughs> off topic real quick a friend of mine sent me a link today from um her local police department uh and it was so cute like the one of one of their 
patrol officers found a stuffed animal on the side of the road. And they they took a they had it in the car and you know had tweeted out like this series of pictures of you know picked up this subject on whatever street and you know we'd like to get her home but she's not talking about she's not telling us where she lives and so you know if you know who lost her you know get in touch and you know and they had all these pictures of her going along on this ride along with them <laughs> and they gave her a bath and, <laughs> and then today they tweeted that you know oh we found her home and blah 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 and that was the best ride along ever she was a great she was a great co-pilot or whatever it was just it was so pure and sweet and i'm like that's what i want to see from the cop right right like that yeah. not and yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's serving and protecting right there. Right. It's being good in the community. And, right. you know, and there's just too many that aren't right now, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, there are, like you said, still good cops out there. And and that's why they go into that line of work, you know, to, is to do good. Right. Some of them go in that line of work, unfortunately, to to get the power and the, you know, and the control of people, but, but you know, some are true, right. good people. They are. But, right. And I don't think that's why Nora started this series, but it's, but it's, uh, but this series is a good reminder of that. I think it is. And for me, it is. Mm -hmm. And if it's not yeah, for, for somebody out there, that's fine. And you have a valid opinion as well. Yeah. Um, but for me, it, it kind of serves as a, as a reminder that there yeah. are good cops out there. Yeah, I and had I, cops in my life that I love dearly, that I yeah. think are wonderful people. And, you know, yeah. I, I had a friend from high school that was killed in the line of duty. And, you know, so, yeah, there's lots of good cops out there. Yeah. It's just right now, unfortunately, y'all need to start standing up to the bad ones. Please. Agreed. Please. It's thin blue nine line nonsense. We got to kick it to the curb right now because it's yep. out of hand. Yep. And that's all I'll say on that. All right. <clears throat> Should we um, move on to the uh, four, four star? star. <clears throat> um, four stars, a very short and fast read with a simple mystery, but lots of angle to it. In this story, Eve is attending an off planet conference in Olympus and instead get, gets roped in to solve a murder. But it's not just one murder, but two murders that take a place that take place and a murder attempt on Eve herself. Um, Olympus has a female head of police and Eve comes to loggerheads as they both have their own style in, of investigation. In the end, they have to work together for it to work. There are heavy, heavy undertones of feminism in this book and I really enjoyed reading it. I feel like there's heavy undertones of feminism in, in this the whole series. series. In the whole series, yes. Yeah. yeah. And However, that's... I really enjoyed this review because it's actually kind of a review. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Here's here's some information that happened in the book, and here's why I liked it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That is what you want in a good review. That yep. is how reviews work. Yup. But reviews also work like this next five star one, which is fine too. <clears throat> five stars. The five stars were never in doubt. J.D. Robb's talent knows no boundaries. Rourke and Eve bring it all through murder, mayhem, action, and hot damn sexy love. <laughs> yes, sexy love. <laughs> okay. That only right. happens in J.D. Robb's books. Yeah. Only happens in J.D. Robb's books. Uh, it's really, it's really, 
Yeah, it's a shame that no Nora Roberts book has has any hot damn sexy love. (laughs) It's really a damn shame. I need hot damn. She's good at writing it. Did Nora really? You ought to put some hot damn sexy love in in your regular books because absolutely needs to happen. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm tired of not having sex in the Nora books. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just really boring. getting tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um. <laughs> uh. Four or five stars. This, this is another review that I, I really appreciate. I love the, this one. Yeah. The review. Yeah. There's yeah. a review happening here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> five stars. The first time I read this series through, I skipped all the novellas, and now I ask myself why. It turns out that J.D. Robb, being such a very nifty writer, can produce a short story which is every bit as good as any of her full-length books. So fuck you, everyone who said otherwise. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Very nifty. I love that she used that. Well, and that's for the Nora fans that aren't used to expletives. (laughs) Yeah. She's um, a very nifty I would I would say fucking gifted, but nifty works yes. too. Yes. Okay. Very nifty works for us. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Interlude and death takes place off planet while Eve and Rourke are attending a conference and supposedly having a bit of a holiday. Of course, one or two murders take place and they are personally involved in solving them. As is normal for this author, the story is good and action packed. Many of our favorite characters from the series are present and poor Peabody probably has the worst time of her life. Eve and Rourke are in top form and there are a million quotable quotes, even in such a short book. Very enjoyable, but of course, too short. Ready for the next full length novel now. Yeah. I mean, it's a great review. That's perfect. I mean, that's this pretty much encapsulates exactly what we said. Yep. Weeks ago. Yep. You know, so yeah, yeah perfect. And I one hundred percent. It's a very nifty review. The very nifty review. I'm a little disappointed that there is no expletives in this review. Otherwise, yes. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, again, it's for the Nora fans that aren't used to them. That so. aren't used to it. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard for them. Swear <laughs> words on paper. It's very offensive. <laughs> okay more five stars five stars i wish rob would give us more novellas (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love that i love these quick little cases probably because rob doesn't waste time introducing everyone or providing backstory the way she does with her more popular novels so it's all meat here i also think it's kind of interesting that rob chose to drop such a huge bomb about Eve's past in a 0.5 novella. It is. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's valid. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I could find I, this one for the longest time. And I was so confused when I read divided, I was like, when did we find that out? I don't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And well, and, and for the most part, she doesn't do that in any of the other novellas. No. Uh-uh. Doesn't no. Give you, like, mm-hmm. Anything that you're like, wait, what? Yeah, it is regarding backstory. There's times that things are mentioned later mm-hmm. on in the series from the novellas. Like yeah. David Palmer is mentioned a few times. And um I know um like well, Somerset's 
girlfriend is introduced in one of the novellas. Yeah. Um, but, but it's not a huge thing like that. It's not a huge no. thing like that. I mean, that was a huge bomb to drop in the, in a novella. Yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. And yeah. And I, I actually agree with, I wish she was still writing novellas. I like the novellas. I think they're fun. Yeah. There's yeah. a few of them that are kind of out there and ridiculous. And mm, we've discussed yeah. that. But you know what? It's it's a nice little visit with it characters is. we love. It is. Yeah. Love. Even, even the ones that I'm like, mm, this is not my favorite. Still had yeah. a good time. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's a few of them that like we've discussed, like the one where she's possessed and, you know, and that sort of thing where we're all kind of like, really? But yeah. But you know what? Every single one of those has at least four or five one-liners that come out of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. So worth it. Um, I I guarantee you. And we have to finish everything. Yes. Even in the one that we've talked about where she's possessed, like, like after they have sex, they joke about the fact that Rourke just did it with a hundred-year-old woman. Yeah. I mean, that one still (laughs) has a lot of great moments in it and a great... (laughs) Yeah, one-liners and quotable quotes, and and so, it was fun. Yeah, I get that. I one hundred percent. You know, even though I didn't particularly care for certain aspects of it, it was right. a fun book, and well written, and and yeah. all of that. So yeah, so good. We yep. ready for the last one? Yeah, five stars. I can't say I have read every book in the Indus series, but every one I read has depth, texture, mystery, and heart. A shorter story has its own challenges. How does one get all the depth and complexity of a full-length novel into a third or a quarter of the length? Somehow she gets it done. Her aim is sure, and she doesn't miss her mark. That's right. 100%. And that is Nora completely with pretty much every book she writes, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we've talked about that before. And she does not write a bad book. She there's times that we, no. you know, we might not like the story or, you know, it, oh, this one was OK. It wasn't my favorite or, you know, it just misses its mark with us. But right. she it she's very consistent in her writing and it's mm-hmm. always good writing. It's always a good story, you know. So, yeah, 100%. Like, mid-90s, early 2000s, standalone Noras are my favorites, honestly. Yeah. Like, Tribute was, not Tribute, uh, Birthright was back then, um, which is my all-time favorite Nora book. Um, Three Fates. See, I thought it was River's Edge. No, River's End was my first. Oh, okay. That was the first one I ever read. Okay. First Nora Roberts book I ever read. Um, but no, Birthright is my all-time favorite standalone. But yeah, all like that that time period, I think is like the North sweet spot. I love yeah. the books that came out in that time. Three Fates was a good one. Three Fates was Oh, great. I own that one too. Because yeah. Jen told you you should have that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I have that one on audiobook. Yeah, that one's really good. Because I I I was like, I'm determined to at least get through it somehow. And it's not because I tried it and I couldn't get through it. I literally have to like read it. It's not anything outside of me just taking the first steps. Yeah. Yeah. Baby steps, Tara. You'll get there. I, I have faith. 
a podcast business, we have two new patrons. Um, S. Longins is a new patron. All right. Uh, thank you for becoming thank a patron. You. Along with Dana G. Thank you. I'm going to assume it's Dana Garcia who is, interacts with us on Twitter quite often. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if it's not, she's getting the credit. So sorry. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and assume that's who it is. And if it's not, you go ahead and tell us if it is. Thank you, Dana, not just for being a patron, but for interacting with us on uh, Twitter. And uh, we really appreciate when people interact with us. And, we do very much. Know, yeah. It, it, it helps a lot. Being a patron helps yeah. us a lot as well. It does so much yeah um let's see so from the last podcast episode the last one we talked about eve's uh about the closet fairy yeah mm -hmm. and you know before heidi was saying like you know oh i'm really looking forward to it and i every time somebody says that i get like nervous like right yeah I hope we heidi said i thoroughly enjoyed this one thanks ladies i think you tackle this topic perfectly so thanks, thanks. we're happy to entertain yeah. heidi yvonne said some great outfits picked by rourke for eve were discussed she's not wrong Nope. Diana said another great episode. Love Eve's Closet Fairy and Rourke's excellent aesthetics. Um, I feel like I have some other comments here. Well, we've got one on Twitter from Dana. Okay. <laughs> excellent episode. I'm not much of a clothes person either and would love having Rourke select my outfits. Also, I thought of another reference to the 3K boots in Secrets. The winner calls Eve out for wearing 6 6K boots. Eve then porks, pokes at Rourke about it. Three large per boot. <laughs> and yes, I had forgot about that, but yeah. Yeah, that's that does seem excessive. It I does. Mean, let's be honest. That's expensive boots. Yeah. I wish I could afford a thousand dollars. Yeah. That'd be nice. I, I don't know that I'd want. I, I would be like, <laughs> what if I ruined them? Like, really? Just going to walk on them. Right. Yeah. And they're going to ruined. Well, that's like not I, like I, e brain. I was, this is see, I I have e brain honestly because yeah. I was in Kohl's today because I got I had gotten some Kohl's cash I needed to spend, and they had the cutest Clark's flip flops. Which Clark's is they're good shoes. Yeah, I got several pairs of Clark's shoes, but they're flip flops. Okay. So I'm like, I go and I look and they're not on sale. And so I just look at the price, 60 bucks for flip-flops. Like, no. I, I will pay over $100 for good running shoes, for good tennis shoes, for good work shoes, for boots. I'm not paying 60 bucks for flip-flops. That's yeah. never gonna happen. Um, I feel like I have paid. 50. I think they were 50. Why? Right around there. Why? Hi. Um, because well, I already told you that um I I there's a certain brand of shoe that I buy. Oh, okay. Because um, of your plantar fasciitis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Did I just violate HIPAA? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I, I, I yeah. Wow, I, Jen. <laughs> you just violated. I just violated HIPAA. Oops. My bad. Uh, okay, so I don't know. I don't want to. You're not my patient. It's fine. But right? I don't know if you can see. Let me. Yeah. There's a like a little like ridge right here. Yeah, I can see that. Plus, there's a, a heel cup. Okay. Totally understandable for something like that. That's valid. But just for a pair of flip flops that you're gonna wear for like like Clark's flip flops. Yeah. I'm not paying sixty bucks for flip flops. I'm not. Okay. Like I you had Cole's I like cash, so it wouldn't have been fifty. I love the Nike thong with the cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They don't make them anymore, and it pisses me off. So I'm like, I'm constantly looking like on eBay and stuff for <laughs> new ones because they don't make them anymore, and it makes me so mad. But I love the those, and those yeah. are like thirty bucks, and I'm like oh, spending thirty bucks on flip flops. That makes me mad. But yeah, I mean, I normally wouldn't spend that much on flip flops, no. but you know, no. Anyway, um, yay. So that, that you talk about sidetracked a little bit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How annoying. <laughs> For people who don't like old, we talk about shoes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wonder how we're not mortified to be women. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, and so as far as the um, the clothing episode goes, somebody mentioned an item of clothing. I was like, why didn't we talk about this? The snowflake cap. <gasps> oh! Why? Oh, yeah. Louise, Louise. Damn Imagine it. The snowflake. Yes. Louise, you're correct. I love the snowflake caps. One so. of the best things she owns. I love it. Yes. And I love that she keeps track of it because yeah. Yeah. Mary gave it to her. And I think yes. that's just because how many friggin' hats and gloves and everything else does her mm. husband give her? That right. She yeah. It could give two shits about, but this is from and we know Mr. how much she loves him. You know, it's not like she's right. losing his, you know, like yeah. whatever. It's my husband. This is just how he is. It's right. just how he is. But it, she keeps track of it because Mr. Mirror gave it to her. And I just, yeah. I find yeah. that so adorable. It's, it is adorable. It's so cute. Yes. Yeah. Yvonne, looking forward to listening to this podcast. So again, hope it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for performance sure. anxiety. Um, and also bookish Arkansas girl says, these are my favorite episodes. I can't wait. <laughs> we're glad you were. We're glad we can entertain you guys with our just basically roasting people and being assholes. That's you know, what we that's really fun. love doing that too. It's fine. <laughs> we, we also look yeah. forward to these episodes. We do. We love these episodes. This so is why much. we've made them a regular part of the show. Because we are, we are seriously, honestly, all three of us are snarky bitches. We really mm-hmm. are. And so, but also, I mean, everyone, every Nora fan reads those reviews and goes like, God damn, I wish I could just comment. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. You know, exactly. absolutely. So this is just our way of doing that. Yep. And like I said, I you know, Nora doesn't need us defending her no. or defending her writing or anything like Not that. But um, we're doing it for us because we're doing it for us know, because, yeah, we, because need we to, love the series and people yeah, need to stop being assholes. I mean, you people are idiots. So yeah. not our listeners, but these people writing. No, so many idiots out there. Yeah. 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 Like the ones who think that 
nor Roberts's Roberts (laughs) (laughs) collaborating with them it's just nuts how do you you know when I when I see a Broadway show I'm like I collaborated with Stephen Sondheim (laughs) (laughs) until I saw it here I am sitting yeah. at Sweeney Todd and it's real now. It's <laughs> real now. You are in the multiverse. Yeah. Um, you're creating your own multiverse as it's happening, you know, and I mean, it doesn't truly exist until the performance reaches you. Yeah, exactly. And then it comes alive. And exactly. It's finally complete. God, yeah. people are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, there there are tiny 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 minuscule microscopic portions of what she said that i do kind of agree with yeah somewhat agree with but stop going to nora's page and well, stop, stop with that and stop with just the pretentious ass hattery i mean pretentious really. ass hattery <laughs> should be outlawed <laughs> I mean, for you to fucking Denise Blaine, Nora Roberts, how she should be. Sorry. Denise Blaine. I mean, come on. God. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyway. I still think we need to do an in-depth music episode. Honestly. Yeah, we should because we did so freaking much yeah yeah get everybody's you know uh, suggestions of yeah um like themes for each couple and yeah that'd be fun yeah that would be fun that could be fun yeah like i said so, as, much, as much as we talk about music on this show we need to- <laughs> well we it don't is- have anything written down for next week but i think that takes that's going to take a little bit more yeah, I don't know. we need yeah, more. probably. But we need we do need a topic for next week. We do need a topic for next week. We'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah. So if somebody has a suggestion for a topic, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Be determined. That yeah. is be determined. And uh, so if you want to give us a topic to talk about, you can do that by um, getting a hold of us on our social media. You can search for uh, Podcast and Death uh, on Twitter or Instagram if you don't already know us there. But follow us um, on either one of those platforms. Uh, there is a form that you can fill out on our website. Most people don't do it because they follow us on Twitter and Instagram. But you can still do that. You can go to our website and, and fill out the form. Or you can just send an email to show at podcastanddeath.com. And we'll get it and suggest uh, what we should do as topic. Um, also, you can call the number. Call the number. The number is 205 476 That is 205 4 Call the number and tell us what you think we should talk about on the next show or tell us anything, really. Yeah. Or any future show. I mean, we're wide open, yeah. guys, other than yeah. weeks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, Tell us what you want us to discuss. We will discuss it. And we'll discuss right. it. Yep. Um, we are here for you. And so then the week after next is seduction. 
Yes. Which I'm. Seduction. I still need to. I still need to. Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat here. Need to read oh, that that's one. Fine. Yeah. Um. Because I started reading Remember When for I don't know why, but anyway. Um. Yeah. It's so why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Exactly. Um. So yeah. So next week we don't know. Week after that, seduction. If you're following along. So anyway. Um. So that's it, I guess, for this episode. I, unless either yeah. of you have anything else to say. Not a thing. No, I'm boring. Boring, boring. <laughs> boring, boring. <laughs> boring, boring. <laughs> Poetry is fun. <laughs> Poetry is fun. Boring, boring. Boring, boring. So, I think I'm going to write a, uh, write a haiku to, for the... There you go. For the Twitter post. Oh yes. my God, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 100%. Okay, so that's it for this episode of Podcast in Depth. So um, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slunch it to you.